How's it going guys? Miguel here from CFS Recovery. In this video, I'm going to be talking about alcohol and CFS. I get asked this question a lot actually. People in the program, because as people are getting better, they're able to do more social events. So they start saying, hey, is it okay to drink alcohol? And my answer to that is honestly, it depends. Obviously, when you're in the thick of CFS, if you're housebound or couchbound or even bedbound, or you're just starting to work your way out into the real world again, as in go to the mall, go for drives, spend time with friends, obviously you want to stay away from alcohol because it doesn't really help long term. And what happens is some people can actually feel a little bit better when they have a few sips of alcohol temporarily. But the thing is they'll feel way worse afterwards. So there is a rebound effect. Now I do have some experience that I would love to share with you guys, having been somebody who's gone through this process of being completely bedridden and worked my way back up to living a completely normal life. Now I've never been a really big drinker. Growing up, I think in high school, I've been to a handful of parties. I've probably gotten drunk maybe less than 10 times before I got sick with CFS. I got sick when I was about 19 years old. So I've gotten drunk less than 10 times in my entire life up to that point. And alcohol was never really a big thing for me. Didn't really care for it. I would always be the person who would choose to take pre-workout at a party instead of drink alcohol if I wanted to become lively and all that. Or, you know, most of the time I just didn't drink. I didn't like the taste of it. So I was never really tempted to drink alcohol, but when I tried to during my recovery, I always had a flare up of symptoms. I always had the headaches. I definitely had a high heart rate, that's for sure. I had shortness of breath and definitely the next few days I would feel some brain fog, even if it was just a small amount of alcohol. I remember at one time, I think I was with a friend and then they were getting me to try this wine and I was like, no, I don't like wine. This is about two years into my illness. This is two years after my first crash. So after the first crash, life was basically never the same. I could not work out after that, but um, they were getting me to try this wine and I just had a few sips of it and within 10 minutes my head was throbbing, I was getting a headache, my heart was high, I was getting palpitations so I know that alcohol definitely did not do any good for my recovery. I also have experience taking the supplement which had alcohol in it because I was working with a naturopath and this is long after I consulted with many doctors and specialists and was turned away from everybody. I was desperate so after being turned away by 15 different doctors and specialists, maybe 20, including the ones from the ER whenever I ended up in the hospital. You know, I just got tired of that and they weren't helping. So I found this naturopath that I was referred to. He got me doing a lot of supplements, the usual. He got me taking vitamins, adrenal support, this thing, that thing. I was also getting IV treatments. At the peak, I was doing it twice a week, which became very, very expensive. But one of the supplements he gave me, I actually used to call it my magic potion. Like literally I would call it my magic potion. So it was a little dropper where anytime I would feel a lot of the symptoms or the internal buzzing and vibrations and you know, the other 20 to 30 symptoms you get when you flare up, I would take about 10 to 15 drops of this thing. And he said, take it as needed. And it would actually make my symptoms go down. And the main ingredient in that was alcohol. Now I'm not saying a little bit of alcohol is going to be good for you because here's what happened. I was doing that for about a year and it would help every single time these drops it would stabilize my nervous system. That, that's what it was called. It was called like PSY stable or something like that. But I used to call it my magic potion because it worked like magic. Here's the thing though. My body started to become used to it. And because it relied on it, I needed more and more. And it got to the point where just functioning throughout the day, I needed to take a lot of it. 
So I would take 10 to 15 drops at least three times a day to the point where when I was crashing and my body completely hit a wall, this was about four and a half years into my illness. So I guess I was taking it a bit longer. I was needing to do that five times a day and I was barely hanging on. I was crashing every day and I was taking this magic potion, wasn't so magical anymore. It was just a few drops and you could really taste the alcohol. It tasted like alcohol. It helped temporarily, but it really only put me in a hole because that wasn't treating the root cause. Yes, it was helping kind of balance out my nervous system, but I wasn't removing the main stressors, the mental and emotional stress. And that was the most important thing. So because I wasn't focused on the root cause, this supplement, this alcohol was a band-aid fix, which only made the problem worse. It's like you have a hole in your roof in your house and instead of trying to fix the roof, the root cause of it, you put a bucket in the living room to catch all the water. Well, you're just gonna need more and more buckets until you run out of buckets. Well now, you know, what are you gonna do? You didn't fix the root problem. So that was my issue with it. It helped temporarily, but it ended up hurting me way more and putting me in a big hole in the long term. Because alcohol, it is a depressant on the nervous system. And when you think of a hypersensitive nervous system, it is very overactive. So a depressant makes it less active. So in theory, it would actually make you feel better if you just have a little bit of it. Here's the problem. When you take a supplement or something to lower you know, all of those hypersensitive feelings, eventually, if you don't keep taking it or when your body builds a tolerance to it, your body is gonna have that rebound effect or when it wears off, it's gonna have a rebound effect. So let's say this is a normal level of stimulation of sensitivity for the nervous system. Well, when you have CFS, it's more like up here. Now, when you take something like alcohol, yes, it can bring you down here for a little bit, but guess what? Your body tries to overcompensate and bring it back to this new normal, it overshoots it. So now you're even more sensitive. So now you're feeling more symptoms. So I think in the long term, it's not a good idea. To, to try to use it in order to recover. However, you get to a point in recovery where when you're going out, when you're seeing friends, when you're starting to get your life back, is a beer gonna kill you? No, probably not. But that's why you wanna reintroduce it slowly. If it's something you really wanna do, I mean, I wouldn't go out and drink a full beer right off the bat. I remember the first few times I drank a beer or any alcohol, I would feel drunk after literally a quarter of a beer because my nervous system was so hypersensitive and then I would feel symptoms after. Now I could have a beer or a drink, no problem. I'm still a super lightweight just because my tolerance is very low. I don't drink very often, but when you start introducing alcohol, so for people asking, is it okay to drink alcohol? Because I want to do it at social events. I think that's the best time to do it. Don't just drink it at home by yourself for fun because it's gonna put stimulation, it's gonna add extra stimulus on your nervous system and extra stress is just gonna prolong recovery. If you're normal, yeah, by all means, go do what you wanna do. I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your alcohol consumption, but when it comes to recovery, I would say leave it towards the end when you're able to walk several thousand steps a day without really thinking about it. When you can drive, when you can go to the groceries, you can cook food, you can do all the basic things and you're not triggering very intense adjustment periods or symptom flare-ups, then yeah, by all means, you can have a little bit of alcohol here and there. Recently, at the time of this filming, just a few days ago, someone was on a call and when she first came into the program, she was just starting to get her life back. Rough time with CFS for about six years, completely debilitated. There were days where she felt paralyzed, like she couldn't even talk. She came into the program earlier this year, it was about June, and at the time, she was still having some pretty intense adjustment periods, but she was gaining traction. She couldn't quite go for long walks every day outside, but she had to take rest days. 
But fast forward about six months later, she was actually at a club recently. I saw it on her Instagram stories and uh, they were pouring shots. They were getting bottle service, loud music, and she was getting hammered like multiple, multiple shots. I'm not gonna say who. She had a great time. And it's interesting because she said she slept at three or four had a bunch of these shots and actually felt better the next day, you know? So is there an adjustment period coming? Probably, but it just goes to show what your body is capable of because there was a time when she couldn't even lift her head off the bed where she was paralyzed. She couldn't even communicate. The only way to communicate was tears coming out of her eyes to say that she was so broken. That's how she communicated. But it gets to a point where you can have that life back. And it's not like, She's doing this every weekend. This is like the, a year-end party at the time of this filming. It is around Christmas time, so Christmas holidays. Any kind of social events, that's when, yeah, go for it. Why not? A beer here and there, it's not going to kill you when you reach a certain point in recovery. But that's when you are able to function somewhat normally. That's when you're not having that many adjustment periods. Or if you do, it doesn't completely wipe you out. Right? Because now you have extra cushion in your overall stress threshold and you have more space to play with. So let's say this is your stress threshold, right? And let's say now just living a normal life, you're only filling it up to about here. Well, now you have this extra space to play with, right? Because you know that you have extra threshold. So you're going to be able to have alcohol. You're going to be able to listen to loud music or go to a club and see really, really bright flashing lights in your face because you have that extra threshold and your threshold's really big overall compared to where you were before. Before, just a sip of alcohol would make you crash or have symptoms flare up for a handful of weeks. But down the road, when your threshold is much bigger, you have more space to play with. So I would say introduce it when you're able to function somewhat normally again and uh, overall, I wouldn't recommend it any time before that. But that's just my opinion, of course. You have your own life to live. I'm just speaking from experience and from what I've seen with people in the program. Alcohol isn't the worst thing in the world. There's definitely a lot worse things. And I don't think it's bad at all. I think it's, you know, I'm not gonna say it's healthy, but I myself, I'll have a beer once every three to four weeks. When I do go out, if there's a Bellini available, I will absolutely order Bellini. Not every time, but uh, there's a place close to my house. I tend to go there once every couple of weeks for a little sneaky Bellini, but it also comes with candy, which is, that's why I go there. That's half the reason I go to it. Bellini with a fuzzy peach, a peach Bellini. So I hope you guys enjoyed this video. Hope it shines some light on the subject of alcohol and CFS. I know it's a topic that I've been asked about. Not too many times, but it's just good to know these things when you start getting your life back and you're starting to function a little bit more normally and you have this question pop up. So. I hope this is useful. Hope you found it very insightful. If you did enjoy this video and appreciate what we do here at CFS Recovery, then definitely click the like button down below, hit subscribe, and also leave a comment your biggest takeaway from this video. And always remember that you are a thriver and you are just one mind shift away from living a life with thriving health. I'll see you in the next video.